Hello, I think we're live. I think we're good. Up in here. What's going on, everybody? Uh, I'm going to wait. There's Joe up in here. We're going to see if Ryan joins, but it might just... Yeah, we can hear you. But it might just be the two of us today, because we don't know what Ryan's status is, if he's ruled out for today. I think he is ruled out. Okay. But, um, yeah, let's get started. Today, we're going to be talking about our Game 2 and Game 3 playoff reactions. Now, if you're a Nets or Celtics fan, I'm sorry. Your game is today, and we're not going to be able to cover Game 3 just because of the way scheduling worked out. But without further ado, I'm going to roll the intro, and we're going to get started. Even if you are not ready for the day, it cannot always be night. Sir, that's how do work. Work six of my might. I just so I guess we're just gonna start at the top of the West. Wait, wait, wait! I have a question. We're still gonna cover the Celtics game too. Yes, yes, just not game. But I think we are gonna get started with the top of the West: the Suns versus the Pelicans, game two, and then right after we'll talk about game three. So that's how it's gonna work. We're gonna go game top of the West, go down to game three, just like that. Oh, so the second game of this of the Sun series they played against the Pelicans is actually were handed a loss. You know, at the beginning of the series, many people thought the Suns were gonna sweep or win in five, but the Pelicans have been like they've been looking kind of scary. I mean, in this game too, it was all from CJ McCollum. Like CJ McCollum, man, he had he had twenty three points. He had eight rebounds, six assists. Brandon Ingram with 37 points, 11 rebounds. They were just really dominant, and I don't think the Suns were ready for that. But what do you have to say? Whoa, that Devin Booker injury definitely impacted it. Oh yeah, I didn't even. I didn't. Even, uh, yeah, that's true. His hamstring injury that that was a big part of it. He couldn't play the whole fourth quarter. Yeah, the Pelicans and, they got they got a sneaky one right there. Yeah, I think. I don't think the Falcons win another one. I'm gonna be. I, I don't. I know Devin Booker's probably out for the series, but I don't. I don't think so. Like I think they're gonna keep keeping them close in the fourth quarter, but CP3 and this team will pull away. Yeah, I could. Speaking of uh, pulling away at the end, because uh, game three. Oh God, this is a close one for Suns fans. Yeah, like I said, Devin Booker's injury is gonna really hurt them. But the Suns are a well-rounded team. But the Pelicans needed this one. It's at home to a really good team. You got to take advantage of them not having your best player. But I don't really want to talk about that one right now as a Jazz fan. But anyways, oh, okay. the, the Suns, the Suns, that they, they, they could have won this one. It was right in their hands. But uh, the the Suns got it away with the. Always an amazing performance from CP3 because he's good in the playoffs. 28 points, 14 assists, four four rebounds on on very efficient shooting, almost 60. percent He was he was incredible this game. And the Pelicans, it's not that they played awful. Like Brandon Ingram's doing as much as he can. Same with CJ McCollum, but they just don't have a well-rounded team to get. It Man, DeAndre Ayton has 28 points, 17 rebounds. Oh yeah, he did. Yeah, DeAndre Ayton's like a. He he's a rising star like center. He can yeah, I could see him as an all star in a couple of years. I don't I don't think the I don't think this is just my opinion. I don't think he's gonna stay with the Suns because he's gonna want a super max. And they I don't think they're gonna have that Really? Much you think he's for a super max already? Well he's, he's he already wants a five year one eighty. Yeah, that's true. 
I mean, I, I, I feel like he's asking for a little bit too much. Like, dude, you're good, but you're, like, probably a, you're a top ten center. You're on top, your like, seven. Probably. It, it, but it's close. It's not like he's a guaranteed. It's not like it's Carl Anthony Towns or Rudy Gobert asking for this money. It's DeAndre Ayton. But, yeah, the Suns, I think, uh, Joe, if you could predict how many games you got the Suns in. They're up 2-1 right now. Suns in five. Yeah, I got Suns in five, just like you said. They'll keep it, Pelicans will keep it close. It's not going to matter. Okay, uh, the next game, um, I don't, I don't want to start off. I don't want to start it off. You can talk about what happened in game two and game three, and I'll chime. On this Jazz game? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, in game two, this is the game, Maxi Kleber. In the corner, he couldn't miss, basically. And Jalen Brunson is just... Joe, you there? Yep. You cut out. Wait, say that again. Jalen Brunson. I said 41. I think Jalen Brunson is going to get um, the money he deserves in this offseason. He had 41 points. 41 points, and Maxi Kleber has been shooting very well, and he's not missing very much threes, and it's not like he's forcing them. They're off, like, screens, and he's taking good shots, but maybe a little too much for Maxi Kleber. Yeah, I mean, but if he's hitting them, the Jazz, this game, we, we this was an awful, awful game. I really don't know. I know. I, first of all, let me go on right here. I don't really care if Luca's not playing. First of all, that's not the Jazz's concern. And we do, cannot, like, go over to Luca and grant him the ability to be able to play. We're just trying to win playoff games, which obviously we're not doing right now. But without Luca or with Luca, we have, like, the same goal. So, like, stop being like, without Luka Doncic, like, if, he, if you've been watching the series, the Mavs have been playing incredible without Luka Doncic. And guys like Jalen Brunson, this is just, he's been playing incredible. Like it's it's not Luca. Like if it really if they didn't if they had Luca would they have won these two games? Yeah, probably. But they didn't have Luca and they still won. So that means that they're a good team, really good team all around, and Luca doesn't carry them. Um, but yeah, like you were saying, the Jazz Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, he he's like shot thirty shots, thirteen at thirty. He had thirty four points. I mean, he's gonna score thirty points almost every game. Uh, Royce O'Neal had actually a big game for him. He was four six from the three point line, twelve threes. And Bogey, he's been on fire right now. Though the the real problem is one of our big, probably top three, top four best players, Mike Conley, zero points, zero of seven from the field. You can't be doing that if you want to win. Jordan Clarkson played good, but um, yeah, like you said, the Mavs just Jalen Brunson's just an all around like great scorer, great playmaker, great everything. Um, do you want to do you want to start us off with yeah game three? So, I mean, Donovan Mitchell played well in this game, but he also got that switch on Davis Bertans. And, like, nobody else on the team could score. Like, literally, it was just Donovan Mitchell. Like, I was, I was, I watched the highlights of the game, and it, at one point, it was just Donovan Mitchell going in for layups, layups, and layups. Nobody else could do anything. I mean, Rudy Gobert at 15 and 6 or 6 on field goal, but he needs to, he needs to be shooting like that every game, but only 7 rebounds. For Rudy Gobert. Yeah. He let Dorian Finney-Smith get more rebounds. 
Yeah, they they had more fight in them for sure this game. Our, he, this one I was really sad about. Cause Spencer I don't Dinwiddie, wait, sorry to cut you off, but Spencer Dinwiddie, even though he had 20 points, he's 6 for 21 shooting. Yeah, he didn't he didn't even play that good. But here's what I'm going to say. This one really disappointed me because I don't care what anyone has to say. We have one of the best crowds in the league, and it wasn't their fault. They were they had all the energy this whole game. We just did not play defense. Like, we, like nobody could see in front of Jalen Brunson. Like, no disrespect, but, like, Jalen Brunson, really? No one could guard him? Yeah, that's how you know it's pretty bad. I mean, oh, yeah. we had no uh, Royce O'Neal played 32 minutes and had two points. Yeah, but that's okay. He, he didn't shoot the ball. He only made two free throws. Yeah, he didn't even shoot. That's nice. Yeah, because that's not his job on the team. But getting off of Royce this one really hurt. I was like, the first game we lost to them, I, the Mavericks, they had a great game. We were pretty off. But this game, we just didn't have any fight in us. And down the stretch, we came back, but it doesn't really matter. And I don't care that you had 32 points, Donovan Mitchell. 35 points in a loss in a playoff game doesn't really matter. Like, this this was so uh, heartbreaking because now we're probably going to lose this series. And we were at home, too. Like, this is where you got to take advantage. And they don't have Luka also. This is, this is just – I was really – Mad after this game, upset in the Jazz, but yeah, let's let's move on. They play at three thirty today. Hopefully, we can get some revenge. Uh, let's let's move on to Warriors Nuggets. You want to start us off? Warriors Nuggets were game two. Yeah. Um, and Jordan Poole, I mean, he uh, he's so good. Like, and Steph Curry is the best sixth fan of all time. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, but I think this offseason, I, I, I'm going to be honest, I think Jordan Poole, they're going to pay him all the money he wants. And I think that's going to cause them to have to move on from James Wiseman. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. um, but, I mean, Jokic is doing everything he can. It's mm. ev- I mean, I was watching one of the games. And I, every time it's Will Barton scoring somehow, if they're nobody scoring a corner three or Jokic scoring a layup or some or, or Jokic scoring in general. Like, I think Jam, this Jamal Murray is hurt. Like, not being there is hurting them significantly. Yeah, they could make this a game. And Michael Porter Jr. is out. Like, Nikola Jokic, doing, yeah, he's doing everything he can. There's no other way to put it. In this game, 26 points on 11 rebounds. And also, he had how many assists? A four assists. Like, he's playing He's playing at a high level, and there's a reason he could, could win MVP. But Jordan Poole, incredible. The fact that he's not even in the conversation for most improved player. Like ESPN and things, they post most improved players. He's not even on the list, which I find yeah, crazy. Yeah, but it's regular season basketball only. Yeah, yeah I, he should be. He's still great. I mean, he's pretty efficient. 10 for 16, 5 for 10 from 3. Yeah, 4 for 4. And he's, his passing, his vision is really good. Yeah, I mean, here's, here's what else I have to say about this Warriors team. Steph. When you have this is the seventy three and nine Warriors team with Steph, Clay, Draymond, but better because you got you have I understand they had a way worse record but injuries killed them this year, but you got Jordan Poole who's been playing incredible. You have an Andrew Wiggins who I know it was a dumb All Star pick but he's still at that All Star level. He's he can play up to that. Like this is just like. Mm, this is crazy. The and Warriors, they have like good role players too. The Warriors have a shot to win it all, one hundred percent. And this I think 
like a test. I think we gotta give props to uh, Kevin Looney for like mm-hmm. stepping up because like for for James Wiseman, like I get he had zero points, but he's been stepping up on defense for this team. Yeah, I I yeah I I agree with that. Um, moving on though to game three, the Warriors still won. It was a lot different of a win. It was in Denver. It wasn't like a blowout twenty point win like they've been having. But I'm getting you know, the brooms out right now. But, but yeah. yeah, they won by five. You know the Nuggets maybe they'll Jokic like literally at thirty seven. Mm-hmm. And eighteen boards. Thirty seven, eighteen. Yeah, he's that, that, that's like that's like oh my god. That's those are like incredible numbers that if, if your team loses when you're putting up those type of stats then i don't know what to tell you man i just just at that point like they're getting oh, i'm not gonna tell you to give up bones like, highland needs to shoot more threes mm-hmm. and is jordan Poole showed up again is this is this ever gonna end like this can't just be a hot streak this man's shooting three of five from three-point land nine of 13 from the field really Nine from the free throw line, twenty six and nine from the free throw line's all right. Oh my! I mean, yeah, that's true. That's not that's not great. But Jordan Poole is just incredible. He stepping Steph Curry off the bench, man. Still, I guess he'll eventually be starting when he's fully fully healthy. But twenty seven points, six assists. This team, they they played great. The Nuggets had a great game. Nikola Jokic and didn't matter because the Warriors still got it done. I'm gonna be honest. I didn't think Clay was gonna be like good after that after he came back from injury, but he's like almost the same as what he was. Yeah, really good. Good. Uh, The Warriors that they are. Let me tell you, if I had to pick a team to win it all, I'm picking the Warriors right now. Moving down the two versus seven. In the Western Conference, Grizzlies versus T-Wolves. If you're a T-Wolves fan, you should be ashamed what happened in Game 3. We'll get to that in a second. But um, in Game 2, I think it was like, you know, it, it wasn't it wasn't what we, it was what most people expected, actually. Uh, the Timberwolves had a great first game, and then the Grizzlies, they just they got it back. They won by 28, almost 30 points. It was pretty dominant. Uh-huh. There's, not much, there's not much to say about it. Carl Anthony, uh, Anthony Towns. No, no, no. I, I need to. I need to talk. I need to talk about him. What okay. is his? What is his fouling issue? What is his fouling issue? He's literally he he has the stupidest fouls. He's setting a screen and he put his leg out, so it's a foul. <laughs> Did you see where he shot a three? Shot a three, and he put his leg out, and John Moran tripped on it. Yeah, I, I did. I was, I was watching this game. How was that an accident? Like, well, who? That's not his regular shooting form. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what he's trying to draw. He's in a he's in a slump right now. Maybe he's trying to get to the line more, and that's how he scored like half of his fifteen points this game. Uh, it wasn't enough. No one. If one of your three players don't have an incredible performance, you're not going to be able to beat this young, great Grizzlies team. Uh, but John, he came back strong, 23 points, 9 of 16 from the field. Not much to say about this one. It was domination on the Grizzlies end. Moving on to game three, though, um, the Timberwolves. Like, what I wish, happened? I, I wish someone that I knew was a Timberwolves fan, because I don't care about how my team's doing. I would bash you guys. You ended up losing by nine points. The Grizzlies came back when they were down twenty six points. No, they were down. No, no, no. no. Hear this out. 
They were down 20 points, and they came back, and then the T-Wolves got another 20-point lead, and they came back and won it. Oh, my. This this is just – this is awful. And it was at home. I mean, the, the box Rookie score Carl from – Stupid fouls. He he already he fouled bro he he had five fouls already with like nine minutes in the fourth. Look, yes, but also the Timbers look at their box score. They didn't even do they didn't have an awful game. Looking at this, this looks like a pretty decent game, but it was not enough, I guess, oh, for this Grizzlies team. John Morant didn't ball. even play. John John Morant did not play a good game. He did not. Five of eighteen from the field, one of three from three, five of ten. Old Desmond Bain, seven threes. Yeah, seven threes. He was only yeah, he's the only guy that really stood out. Dylan Brooks was very inefficient. Like this Grizzlies team had a pretty bad game until the very until these comeback runs that they went on. But the Timberwolves, they just gotta pull away. You could be up two one on a two seed right now with another game at home. But blowing this lead is just heartbreaking for T-Wolves fans. Guess we're going to go up to the East. Um, the Heat versus the Atlanta Hawks. Uh, game 2. It was uh, the pre- Heat defense is smothering. Smothering, yes. And Jimmy Butler and Jimmy Butler had a great game. Well, like, okay, they're shutting down Trey Young. But, like, more, it's not like he's forcing shots. It's more like they're they're forcing other people to shoot because they're doubling him and not even letting him take shots. Yeah, th- yeah, I can. Yeah, but the thing about it is, Trey Young, he's he's this he, showing he's an all star. He's still gonna find ways to score. Two attempts from the three point line that sucks, right? Yeah, it does. But ten to twenty from the field, fifty percent. He still find a way to get twenty five points, but ten turnovers, man, that's awful. Ka- uh, if you look at this game, most NBA fans would say twenty five points, ten to twenty. That's actually a pretty good game, but you cannot have ten turnovers at a high level. Like it's that's that is awful. Uh. But Gallinari went off, and there was not much to say for the Hawks. It looked like it looked like a normal game where Trey Young shot a lot, turned the ball over a ton, but they still made it close. But yeah, Jimmy Butler, he was close. He iced the game at the end. Yeah, daggers, forty-five points. He had almost a twenty plus twenty um, on his plus-minus ratio. 45 points, 5 assists. He was very, very efficient. 11 of 12 from the free throw line. 4 of 7 from 3. This man was incredible. And the thing is, Duncan Robinson barely even played. He played for 7 minutes, who in game run, in game 1, he was like one of their best players, and he was incredible. But this, this Heat team is like, a lot of people are sleeping on them. They're picking Bucks, Nets, or Sixers to make it at the East. Nah, this Heat team is legit. PJ Tucker played 24 minutes and had a corner three. <laughs> he always has corner threes, man. That's just his game. Moving on. Game three. three. Man. Wow. Trey Young. He lived up to his name. Ice Trey in this one. Joe, you can he was getting. He didn't take. I was watching the game. He didn't take a, a shot in the fourth quarter until there was like five minutes to go. And then he got that. He got um that deep three, and then he got an and one on PJ Tucker. And yeah, and then he iced that game with the fl- with the eight foot yeah. floater. Um, yeah, Jimmy Butler missed it for the win. Yeah, Trey Young is showing a lot of improvement, dealing with a great defense. And a, but and, and, Boyan Bogdanovich is that how you say his name? Mm-hmm. 
He was he was so good. Trey in the fourth quarter, Trey Young, he was getting doubled every time he would find Boyan in the corner or in the wing, and he would he would drain it. And that was mm-hmm. that's what led the comeback. Yeah, that's true. And like like you're saying that that's a great part for also Trey Young. But Trey Young is making improvements. You know, he only turned the ball over three times this game. And yeah, like you said, fourth fourth quarter, he wasn't shooting a lot. He was he was taking what the defense was giving him. He wasn't throwing up shots. He wasn't forcing him. And he obviously shot the ball at the very end when the all star of the team must. But this is a this is a way better game for him than the first uh, two. Delon Wright and a a, 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 Kong, a Kongu, um, they had they were like great off the bench. They had a, Couple putbacks and plus minus a I'm mean, plus minus a twenty three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, perfect. He, they, I didn't, well, well, it wasn't John Collins playing in crunch time. That they they were in during crunch time and they were great. Yeah, that team's just. I think in the playoff teams just have to make adjustments for whatever, whatever working for him. But the Hawks have a shot at this series. It's unlikely, but they do have a chance, especially going back to Atlanta. This next game, moving on to the four five. Uh, this is Sixers versus Raptors. Um, you know, game two, it was more domination. We don't have to talk about a ton of it. It was really just Sixers killing, just like they did. Yeah, I know it only ended up being fifteen. I feel but... so bad for Scotty Barnes. Yeah, that's tough. Rookie season gets an injury. Yeah. What's that injury? Ankle? What's wrong? Yeah, with I think he. I think he is. It was not severe, but it was a pretty bad ankle injury. Can't play. Didn't, it was Embiid. Didn't Embiid, like, push him to the floor or something on it? Yeah, I think so. I don't know if it was on purpose, but, yeah. Oh, uh, let's just look. The 76ers, Joel Embiid putting up his MVP numbers like usual, always gets to the free throw line. Uh, 31 points and 11 rebounds. I mean, if you have a good team and you're putting up those numbers, it's going to be pretty easy to win against the Raptors. In, in Philadelphia, this was a pretty easy game for them. James Harden, he didn't have a great playoff game, but he didn't really need to. He gets knocked for not being great in the playoffs, but I think in the 76ers, he doesn't have to be great. Just because of the fact that he, because he's not even maybe the all star, he's not the main guy with the ball. It's always them feeding Joel Embiid. Tyrese Maxey continued playing great, not as great as Game One, but still incredible. And yeah, Sixers easy win. Tobias Harris twenty mm-hmm. but he's he, Tobias Harris is so overpaid. He's making thirty five million a year. Yeah. Uh, game two, we can talk about uh, game three. We can talk about all the other stats in a second. But I think what we really got to talk about is this game winner by Joel Embiid. Has Joel Embiid ever had, like, a game winner? Yes. Ice the game. Iced it. So, he has the ball, right? They throw it into him, fading, fading to the sideline, puts it up, game. And then the crowd goes silent. This was this was such an incredible shot. And it it's really the end of the series. My type of shot. It was really the end of the series. Um, because of the fact that the uh, Philadelphia 76ers were up 2-0, and then guess what ha- was happening? The Raptors were playing great this whole game. They were in it. And then at the very end, the Sixers the Sixers got it done in Toronto. There's one more game, and like you always say, I think it's time to get out the brooms. <laughs> um, yeah. But Joel Embiid's thumb injury. He is still expected to play, but he has a torn ligament. Yeah, he's, he's playing through it. That's what I mean. That's a, a real MVP. I, I don't. Play, I, you know? In my opinion, I don't think he should play. They're up three zero, and I, it hasn't. Nobody ever came back. 
nobody's ever came back from a 3-0 lead. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, and so I would want, just you rest them. Win. You don't want to risk it, cause what? Cause what if this is the first time someone comes back from three zero? Yeah, but what if it's like if if it goes to three two, he would start playing. But like, I know, but it, it would be it would be it's risky. But I guess his health comes first. But no, here's my thing: if Joel feels fine, he wants to play. He wants to be out there. There's not a doubt in his mind that he shouldn't be playing. Then, then, then yeah, then he should be playing. Okay, which game? Moving on, we have um Nets versus uh what do you call it? No, not oh. Nets. That that's the two versus seven. Sorry about that. Moving on, we have the three versus six, which is the Milwaukee Bucks versus Chicago Bulls. Game two, Bulls stole a game. Chris Middleton's injury is gonna kill them. Yeah, Chris Middleton's out for this series. Yeah, so the Chicago Bulls fans had a chance there. We'll see. We'll talk about game. Okay. Everyone's gonna talk about Demar Derozan, but I think uh, this is this game's Alex Caruso. He had he had nine points, ten assists, and he also on defense he was smothering. Every time uh, Giannis would drive or anybody would drive, he he would strip him or stop him and force Giannis to pass the ball. Mm-hmm. Yeah, off the bench. He he's a great not off the bench. Uh, starting this game. Alex Caruso is just a great guy to have on your team. Not because he's the most skilled player of all time, but yeah, he's going to hustle, give you 110%, and play a great game on defense. He's this a is a side of- note. Luka Doncic is expected to play. Oh, okay, nice. This this Justin news. Um, it's it's okay. It's okay if he plays jazz. We're ready. I don't to- know if this is fully true, but sources say. Okay. Uh, yeah, DeMar DeRozan. After the game, after the first game, I think he said something like, I'm not going to shoot 6 of 22 from the field again. And guess what? He didn't do that. 9 and 9 from the free throw line. 16 of 31. A lot of shots, but he also made a lot. 41 points. Uh, Zach Levine, he, he stepped it up from game one for sure. M- way more efficient. And Patrick Williams, he's, he was a great he was a great uh, draft pick. I think this guy is has a lot of potential, and especially defensively. The Milwaukee Bucks, Giannis continued doing Giannis things like he does every game. 33 points, 18 rebounds. Like I said in the first podcast, that stat line is normal for Giannis, not for anybody else. Uh, Chris Middleton got injured, still find the, found a way to get 18 points. And Brooke Lopez still dominating the Bulls uh, with 25 points, even though they uh, lost this game. Okay, game three now? Yeah. Uh, one oh, this was a blowout. Yeah, yeah, it, it was. When everyone was like, oh, oh no, yeah. Middleton's out. Guess what's happening? Bowls and six or whatever they were saying. No, the Bucks shut that talk down real well, quick. I just have a question. Why did DeMar DeRozan shoot nine shots all game? And why did Nikola Vucevic shoot 17? Yeah, the Bulls were awfully inefficient. Patrick Williams played 30 minutes and had one point. And he was 0-9 from the field. It wasn't like Royce O'Neal's case where he doesn't shoot. This man shot nine shots. Couldn't get one to go in. That's tough. Uh, and the, here's the thing about the Bucks: When you don't have Chris Middleton, you would expect Giannis to get 45. No, no, no. This is really, this is what you got to look at. 18.7 rebounds, 9 assists. That's a really good game, but scoring-wise, that wasn't great, especially when you're the only guy on your team that can score right now. He's but he's going well, yeah, I was just about to say, plus 36. Really? Bro, that shows so much impact on the team. That, that shows what a great player Drew has. Drew Holiday is 
good. Drew, Drew Holiday stepped up, yes, offensively. He used pretty good efficiency from the field. Six rebounds, six assists, sixteen points. That's a great all around game. And I I can I can back up. Even though now I wouldn't jump right on the Bucks train. I wouldn't say Bucks are winning in six now. I would say this series is gonna get really close. And I don't know. Chris Middleton probably not gonna be there, but I don't know. Will that matter? I guess we'll find out soon. I think he'll be there in the next series, but I don't, I, he's he's out for this series. Yeah. If if obviously if they move past the Bulls, okay. So we have the last game of the series: Celtics versus the last game of the podcast that we're gonna cover. Game two of Nets versus Celtics. This is what everyone expected to be the best series, and it kind of has been. This game though, uh, the the Celtics, it, it was close, but they kind of ran away with it at the end. They got it done by seven points. Jason Tatum, not great efficiency, nineteen. Yeah, but he, he is smothering Kevin Durant. Yeah, Kevin Durant, he's he's an incredible playoff performer, but so far, I I understand. He had 27 he, points, and 18 of them were from the line. Yeah, he, he, you can see all-star. Maybe maybe the all-star, maybe the star player is getting a little bit of calls, but I don't know. You, you, you know you didn't have a good game. If anybody says 27 points and 5 assists with this stat line is good in a loss, then you're just wrong. 417 for the field. Like, that's like how much percent? That's a little bit on twenty five, right? That's like twenty three and a half percent or something, right? Something like that. But um, they they the Nets defense was smothering Jalen Brown. Like he, I know he had twenty two points, but he had to work for those points. Like it what they weren't wide open threes. Like I I think they were down by seven. Jalen, that was a tough layup by Jalen Brown. I mm. I don't know if you saw it. Yeah, but I, I think this this Celtics defense is the best in the league. Yeah, they're on fire. They're on fire. To figure it. And, it, and it doesn't look like it because you're playing maybe the best offense in the league. That's why the series is so good. But, I, but Celtics have a lot of fight in them, man. They're, I they're, what are the what are the Nets doing with all this isolation? Give the ball to Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving only. Mm. But see, like, I don't like then you just double them and they're not going to pass. Like Bruce Brown could have had like 20. He could have had like so many points. If they actually like give him the ball, he had twenty three this game though, and eight of twelve. Yeah, I know. I meant I said like twenty more. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, if they gave him the ball, because they were just isolating, isolating, and then it was Durant missing a jumper, and yeah. the, Tatum was locking it down. They he, they could have see the Celtics just let the all the other players shoot, and they're focusing on Irving and Durant, and they let everybody else shoot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Jalen Brown's shot at the end was kind of like just that was ball game when he had that like crazy floater with like a tenth of a second left on the shot clock and he, like kissed it off the glass barely. That was crazy. But hey, Nets fans, you're going back to Brooklyn. You don't have to worry about Kyrie in the middle finger. You can just you can just get ready to make a big comeback in this series. Wow, that was a mouthful of a podcast for the both of us. We did a lot of talking. Is there one more thing to talk about? Oh, yeah. Joe, guys, he makes a request to talk about Debo Samuel requesting a trade. So what do you want to say about this one? Wow, wow, wow. It's all, I mean, don't you think it's all about the money now? I, to be the highest paid non-quarterback, means he, that means he, that would make him the highest paid receiver of all time. Hey, I don't care. The Jets will take him. We'll take him. Zach will the, yeah, him. the Jets. Uh, yeah, so. We'll pay him that money. Come to. Come to New York, Devo. So yeah. The five teams that have called so far: the Jets, yeah. the Patriots, the Lions, 
some uh, the Falcons, some teams, a lot of teams have called. Yeah, but, but guess what? The, the 49ers, the Lions, Packers, and Jets are the among teams showing the most interest right now. That's what ESPN, I like to hear. ESPN's Fowler reports that. Oh, my God. We're making the playoffs if we have Debo. Let me just tell you guys that right now. Yeah, you are. We're making the playoffs. Oh, my God. Imagine. Then we would actually have a real number one receiver. And we would have Debo, Elijah Moore, who's still developing. And then Corey Davis could be, like, a real second receiver. And then we also just picked up CJ Uzama in free agency. who's a great tight end for the Bengals. Yeah, he's a good tight end. Yeah, and I don't – man, Debo Samuel. Just because they didn't pay him, he had one healthy season. Every other season, he was, he was um hurt. But Joe yeah, Douglas, and, and the thing about this year is, I, I, yeah, like, it, it might be all about the money at this point. Like really, like Debo Samuel, y'all made it to the to the uh, NFC Championship game, and guess what happened? One Tart dropped a pass, so now you're not dropped an interception. So now like, that's why that's up. why I like Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup, he doesn't care about his con- contract because he was like just getting good. Like he was good this season before the season but not as good so he's not like one of the highest paid receivers and he doesn't care he just wants what the for what's best for the team yeah it's it should be all about winning because that if, should be if the Cooper Cup demands that that Debo what Tyreek Hill wants right now then then the Rams can't be together anymore they mm-hmm. have to ship off like Jalen Ramsey or something yeah, but that's that's that. Yeah, like you said, that's the beauty of a guy who doesn't really care about the money. Who cares about winning? If if guys take pay cuts, then you can have more of a super team. If you get a lot of money, then you can't. I just have one question: Who do you think is the first quarterback that gets drafted? Ooh, that's a really good question. I got my Malik, personal Malik Willis or Kenny Pickett. Yeah, my personal opinion, I think it's Kenny Pickett. He showed a lot of he showed a lot of promise at Pitt, and I understand neither of them played a lot of competition because the ACC wasn't great. But um, he's shown more against better teams. In I my think opinion. Malik Willis. I think the teams love his potential, so I think like he, I, I could see Malik Willis going top ten because uh, of what his potential. That's true. And for anyone saying and Kenny Pickett can't for anyone saying Kenny Pickett can't go high because of his hand size, like bruh. Like you weren't you weren't saying anything about his hand size when you saw all those throws he was making in college. But now since he has small hands, you just are gonna like bruh, come on now. Okay, I think that's it for today. Yeah, I think that's it for today. Hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. Uh we might not do one until uh game one is through or or maybe we'll do one in a couple of days when a couple of series are Wait. ended. Wait, what game one is through? Game like game like game one series like when Uh-oh. teams win. But anyways, thank you guys for watching. Please subscribe if you're new and follow Joe and me, Finn. Thanks for watching, and I'm gonna thank roll in peace. Even if you are not ready for the day, it cannot always be night. Sir, I said do work.